Hey, what's up guys? Thank you for joining me today. My name is Dr. Tom LaHue and uh, we are going to be looking at Enneagram Type 7 and specifically the blind spots of Type 7. We're going to be uh, working our way through a little list in one of Beatrice Chestnut's books um, and um, just see where it takes us. Before we get started, in the description below is a link to my website, tomlahue.com, and um, I um, um, am available for coaching appointments. My schedule is pretty full, but uh, you know you can make an appointment there, and I'd love to love to hear from you if if you want to talk about the enneagram or you know how we can get to a healthier place in life or healthier relationships. Uh, that's what it's all about, and uh, knowing yourself better and not letting your weaknesses um, you know get the best of you. One of the greatest strengths you have is can is to know your weaknesses and and to not let them overtake you. So uh, I want to thank all my patrons. I really appreciate your continued support for this channel. And um, thank you guys for, um, for believing in, in me and in this channel. And um, I really appreciate that. All right, so let's talk about type sevens. And I'm, I'm qualified to speak on this one, <coughs> being a seven, wing six myself. Um, you know, I've had a lot of time to think about um, what sevenness is, good, the bad, the ugly. Uh, every type has strengths and every type has weaknesses and potential pitfalls or dangers. Uh, seven is, uh, is, is not immune from that. Many times in my appointments with people, they'll say, I wish I was a seven. Sevens are so much fun. Sevens are, you know, so positive. And uh, it would be great to be a seven. And, and it is. I mean, I, I'm glad to be a seven. If I had to pick, you know, another type, I don't know what I would pick. Uh, you know, um, I'm happy to be a seven. I'm glad to be a seven. And um, but it does have its potential weaknesses, just like any type. You know, it has its potential problems. And uh, so let's talk about some of those blind spots. Um, sevens, you know, are tend to be very positive people. Uh, they tend to want to focus on the bright side. They don't like uh, being stuck. They don't like being bored. They don't like um, painful things. They tend to want to lighten the mood. It, sevens are a fear type. And so they you could say they're afraid of really feeling their feelings. You could say they're afraid of missing out. They're afraid of, of being stuck um, in an unsatisfying place in life. Uh, sevens literally just want to be satisfied. Their sin is gluttony because that they may never feel like they're satisfied. They're always wanting more. They're idealist. Uh, this could be a better experience. This could be, you know, uh, a better uh, time if everybody would just, um, you know, go along and 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 up up the energy. Um, sevens can um, can spend a lot of energy. Uh, being focused on whatever it is they're focused on. Now that sounds kind of strange, but it literally is kind of the roll of the dice as to what the seven is going to be focused on this month or focused on this the next three months. And once that seven gets focused on that, whether it's mountain bikes or jet skis or stamp collecting or um, national parks, whatever it is, it could even be a topic. You know, some in my world, theology topic or, you know, anything. It could be anything. Whatever that seven is interested in right now or into right now is a way of helping them escape from boredom. Uh, they want their mind to be focused on something. 
And it may seem like at times as a seven that you can't get your mind to focus on other things except what you want to focus on. Like everything, every waking moment, every waking minute, you want to devote to whatever that new exciting interest or hobby is. Um, maybe even every extra dollar might go to that new exciting interest or hobby. Um, so sevens might feel look like they bounce around a little bit on the surface, gaining uh, expertise in something and then moving on to something else. Um, never really settling down on anything. Um, wanting to keep relationships very surface level. Not wanting to deal with difficult conversations with people or difficult topics with people. Sevens, uh, you know, kind of um, could be at times shallow or come across shallow surface level to other types. Uh, but, you know, they're staying positive. They're trying to stay positive and trying to stay upbeat and energetic and enthusiastic and entertaining and all those positive things that, from my perspective, seem like positive things, maybe not to other types. But let's look at some of the blind spots uh, of the seven listed in this book, and we'll we'll talk about them and see if uh, if they make sense. Um, blind spot number one for a seven: how the quest for fun and positivity and pleasure is driven by a need to avoid pain. That's a blind spot for sevens. I agree. Um, as a seven myself, when I read that the first time, that sevens are trying to avoid pain. That didn't make a lot of sense to me. I thought, I don't, I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure that that really makes sense. I never thought of myself as trying to avoid pain. Um, I, I was focused more on what I was chasing after, um, and I wasn't really thinking about what I was running away from. That's a powerful thought, not just for sevens, but for all of us, is we tend to see in front of us what we're headed toward, but we don't often, we may be obscure to us what we're moving away from. The shame types, for example, the fear types, um, you know, uh, the brokenness of this world for the anger types. So we may not be aware that we're trying to move away from sadness or depression or, you know, uh, heavy, weighty thoughts, uh, serious things, boring things. Um, sevens may not realize that their pursuit of whatever interest they're in is serving at times as a means of distracting themselves away from other things they may not want to focus on that may seem weighty or heavy or um, or painful. Sevens um, may not be aware that that's that the, now other people might see it. Other people might see it that sevens are running themselves out of energy trying to um, uh, chase after fun, positive experiences, pleasurable things that they're kind of sense making themselves miserable, trying to make themselves happy. And sevens are relentlessly reaching for that brass ring of happiness. And it's amazing how, you know, constructive and destructive will become to try to reach for that brass ring of happiness and how miserable we might make ourselves and others and how many bad life choices, negative life choices we might make, like spending your money or spending your savings or not getting your oil changed and not getting, um, not paying your bills or, or being late on bills, um, not uh, eating right because everything, all of the energy goes to the next fun, the next grass is greener, the next big idea. 
And so we may at times, sevens may at times sort of neglect the need to things of life or the have to things of life. And that's why we're related to the one because we need that one energy of doing the right thing and being responsible and making sure that we that we uh, ask those important questions of what needs to be done today and am I willing to accept that list of what needs to be done, not just what do I want to do or what feels good for the moment. We're also related to the six because we need that six fear, that six caution to slow us down and make sure we're not getting disconnected from people in our pursuit of what's new and our pursuit of what's next, that we stay connected to people, that we uh, plan and not just daydream, that we actually think ahead and, 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 and plan ahead and make sure that we're not just impulsively jumping and leaping at the next big um, opportunity or the next big adventure, that we've got that six wing that cautions us and slows us down and keeps us connected to others. We got that one, um, that, that, that pathway to one to be responsible and to do the right thing and make sure that we've covered all of our bases and that we're not neglecting our responsibilities and that we're getting done what needs to be done. Okay, so let's keep going. What else? Distracting themselves from uncomfortable feelings. Yeah, by that fast pace that we want to live by, that desire to have a good time all the time, um, that can be a blind spot for sevens. I think about like that song. Of course, I'm a kid from the 80s. I was a teenager in the 80s, and so I think of the song like Everybody Have Fun Tonight by Wang Chung. Man, that's seven stuff. I think about... Looking for nothing but a good time by poison. That's seven stuff. I mean, it's just, you know, um, been working and now it's time to just have a good time. It's time to just relax and have fun and and laugh with people and, um, you know, cut up and just have a good time. And that seems like, why wouldn't everybody want to do that? Um, all right. So next. Number two, the value, the blind spot number two is sevens might be blind to the fact that there is a value that comes from pain and a value that comes from discomfort and that that can be a way to connect to deeper emotional truth. Yeah, I would say that is a blind spot. Naturally, I, I would avoid that in my own natural, if, if I wasn't aware of this and, you know, discipline myself to see the value in it. Um, it would be hard for me naturally to say that pain can be a good thing. Uh, pain should be avoided. Pain should be, you know, uh, like C.S. Lewis said, pain is God's megaphone into a deaf world. If you can't get somebody's attention in any other way, you know, maybe God will let you go through some stuff that's painful to get your attention and to realize you're not in control. Um, sevens don't want to... That's not where we're comfortable. Um, I think healthy sevens, healthy sevens could go into a world of pain and bring joy into that despair. Unhealthy sevens are just going to try to run away from pain. Unhealthy sevens are going to do everything they can do to get up out of this and move toward a better that. They will abandon, flee, run, skip, skedoodle, skedaddle out of wherever they're at in order to get to a better there. Uh, they're going to get away from pain and boredom feels like pain. Tedious paperwork and all that feels like pain. We're with the nines on that, you know. Nobody wants to sit there and do that boring paperwork, that tedious stuff. Um, 
and uh, paperwork. Uh, I think nines can handle boredom a lot better than sevens, but I mean that tedious paperwork stuff. It feels like it's never going to end, and it's you know. Um, anyway, so I think that sevens are going to have a hard time uh, sitting with difficult moments, and they're going to want to get up and escape out of that. Um, you know, whatever that is, whether that's sitting in the nursing home with mom or whether that's looking through the photo album at the, you know, at, at the kids growing up or, or, uh, you know, whether that's, um, uh, even watching a sad movie, you know, um, is up. Oh, nope. We're not doing this. Not going there. Not letting this happen. Let's, let's change the subject. Let's move on. But you know, there's a value in, in allowing yourself to experience, that uh, grief or that loss or 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 working through that boredom you know keeping your rear end in the seat long enough to finish the project no matter how boring it gets disciplining yourself um, to get things done and to get things finished there's a great feeling of accomplishment at the end of that but it's difficult to do it's not easy to do so sevens kind of have that idea that like nothing good could come from feeling bad. So why go there? Why let yourself? But there is an upside into going through pain. It'll make you a deeper person. It'll make you a more connected person to your own emotions. It'll help you identify with other people's pain. You know, when other people are going through a pain, painful time, you go to the seven to like distract you away from it, right? Well, it doesn't have to be the case. I mean, if sevens can sit through pain and uh, allow themselves, yeah, and I do just mean sit there. People are like, when I have appointments with people, they'll be like, what, you mean just sit there? Just sit there and let yourself experience pain? Yeah, that's what I mean. Just sit there. Not, you know, don't turn the music on. Don't distract yourself with the TV or the magazines or the phone. Just sit there and let yourself lean into and, and feel that pain, uh, it's cathartic. You know, it's good for you, um, and it will. It will. It, as a seven, you feel like you're going to get stuck in it. Like, like, well, maybe I won't be able to come back out of this. Of course, you can come back out of it, and you'll be able to better minister to others or help others when they're in suffering, rather than oh, well, this is getting too heavy. Well, I just need to get out of here. Um, well, they can't get out of their pain. Um, so what you mean is, is I'll just abandon them in their pain because I don't, I'm not willing to go there um, because it's unpleasant for me to go there. I'm sorry for your tough luck that you have to go through this. Uh, you can't get away from your disease, but I can. So bye. I mean, when I allow myself to sit with difficult things and sit with pain, um, it better helps me to be able to sit with others and to be present keyword, be present uh, with them and to, to, to help them. Okay. And again, a healthy seven is going to be present in people's pain and bring joy into it. When I give up on this chase and pursuit for happiness and can realize, go to five, we're connected to five, that I don't need anything outside of myself in order to be content and happy other than food, shelter, and water, the basic essentials. When I don't need something else to make me happy, I can be happy with anything. And when a seven realizes that they can be happy with anything at any time and they don't need anything, they can bring that happiness now 
into the world and bring that joy, which now is joy because happiness depends on all the circumstances being correct in your life. Joy doesn't depend on that. Joy says in spite of the way life is going right now, I can choose to be happy. I can choose to demonstrate happiness even though it may not be natural or the expected response to the circumstances I'm in right now. And that seven can then bring that joy into the, that, this painful world. And that's an awesome thing. That's an awesome thing. Um, all right, let's see. What else? Uh, the impact of others, uh, the impact on others of your relentless focus on what's positive. Yeah, so number three, sevens want to focus on what's positive. They want to focus on the best. They want to focus on what's good. And, you know, that's going to make us sometimes be at odds with people. It's going to make us sometimes look very shallow to people, um, like we're missing the bigger picture, um, you know, that relentless desire to, well, maybe this isn't such a bad thing. Maybe this will work out for good. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe losing my job wasn't so bad. You know, I wasn't really happy with that job anyway. And now I have an opportunity to apply for this other career that I've been thinking about. And I really am ready to move and leave this city. And, but there may be other people in your life that are being left behind. And they might feel like, wow, you don't really even care about us. You're ready to pack up and go. Um, or you don't care that we have to leave all of our friends and our life here in this city uh, because you're focused on the positive and that's all going to work out great. It might keep you from really planning the details of what needs to be done, six wing, because, oh, it's all going to work out great. I'm sure I'm going to land on my feet and I'm gonna, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine, and I don't really mind. It's okay. But what about the rest of the people that are with you that now have to adjust to this life transformation, this life change, moving, leaving their friends, leaving the city, that their, their home, and you're going to sound like you're downplaying the significance of it, and they might be thinking, wow, you know, dad doesn't care, or mom doesn't care that uh, we're all having to leave uh, our home and leave our our friends and oh the next town's gonna be great you know you're gonna love Phoenix you're gonna love Seattle it's gonna be wonderful well I'm gonna miss you know Ohio and I'm gonna miss all my friends oh come on it's an adventure that might sound like you're not taking their feelings seriously which you're probably not if you're a seven you don't want to take feelings seriously your own or anybody else's and it may come across like you don't care um, like you don't care about their feelings because you're not willing to just cry with them and say, I know, honey, I know it's going to be hard and I'm so sorry that it's worked out this way. And um, it might keep you from standing up for what's right. Oh, well, it's fine. It's no big deal. It's okay. It's all right. I don't mind. Well, maybe you should lean on your eight. Sevens have access to eight and lean on your eight and go back into that workplace and say, this is wrong. This isn't fair. This is worth fighting for. Um, oh, but I'm a seven. I'm supposed to bring joy into the world. Yeah, but you need to be balanced between your wings. That cautious planning six, that careful six that wants to be connected, and that bold, strong, say it like it is, don't, be, don't beat around the bush eight. Seven needs both of those wings to be balanced. Um, okay, 
getting off subject here a little bit. Um, so the perception that you're a lightweight and not very serious. And, you know, I mean, fives, we have that connection to five. Fives are serious. Fives aren't lightweights. Fives want to know the information and they want to be seen as an expert on that information, especially the totem five. They want the totem symbol that they are an expert. They know what they're talking about. Sevens, like myself, I love, you know, diving in and going deep and getting an understanding of it, but I do want to keep it very practical. Um, I don't get, even like with the Enneagram, I don't get really interested in all the philosophical meanderings, you know, the dusty, crusty, musty books. Um, I want to focus on how is this going to help me? How is this going to help people? How does this help me understand people and relate to them and help you? And then broadcast that, you know, get that information out so people can live a better life. But that will keep me at times from getting to the deeper nuances of things. And then I'll have the fives and sometimes the four wing fives, you know, will call me and they'll say, do you know about this deep metaphysical aspect of the Enneagram? Have you ever heard about this concept? And I'll say, honestly, I've never heard about that. Oh, it's fantastic. You're missing out. You need to know about this deep. And I'm like, okay, you know, I'll look into it. But sevens do kind of live up on the surface but that's where the people are right i mean that's where the people are there most people are at the surface and and sevens like people they like bouncing around to people like tigger you know they like to bounce around with people and relate to people and spread that positive energy with people um but uh of course that positive energy could come across to some as trite as superficial and we probably are at times um i'm not afraid to look at the negative side of any type especially sevens um sometimes it's hard to trust somebody who only wants to look at the positive side of things you know so again there's that six wing that six wing you know is willing to look at the negative side of things and to expect the worst sevens want to focus on the best on the positive ah it's going to work out great well a six might look at you and say man this guy he doesn't, he doesn't really see the whole picture here. He, he's not paying attention to all the details. He's going to get blindsided. I don't know if we can trust him. I don't know if we can follow him. That six wing is right there for the seven to balance us to say, yeah, we need to be the positive side, but we also need to look at the negative side and, and take those facts into consideration before we make this decision as well. So seven's right there to balance six, and six is right there to balance seven. Okay. All right, number four, your own ability to deal with uncomfortable emotions. All right, well, I kind of think I've already talked about that. Um, that feeling of being trapped is a negative feeling to sevens. Um, sevens want freedom, so, you know, we can be a little anti-authoritarian. Um, not in a directly rebellious way, unless we have a strong eight wing strong eight wing we might be a little more direct and bold in our confrontation it's more like like i think a fresh prince you know um bantering with um with whatever authorities might be in his life that's tough man i tell you i'm getting old i'm, I'm referring to 80s music and 90s tv shows but that's sort of like oh come on you know man it's gonna be great and, and trying to befriend because that's one of our strengths is friendliness right so trying to befriend those authority figures as a way of navigating around them so that they don't restrict us 
and uh, you know bind us. I remember when I my first job, my first job was as a dishwasher uh, in a bakery and it was a big bakery and, um, you know, it was a, it was actually just a big store deli and everything, but I, I ended up got this job first job as a dishwasher and I did it for a year. So I'm pretty proud of myself. A seven locked in a dish room. Uh, at first it wasn't so bad cause there were other guys that worked with me. And so we would, we would laugh and cut up and turn the radio on loud and, and wash dishes, you know, but uh, eventually the other guys moved on and I found myself in the dish room by myself. Now, I didn't know anything about the Enneagram, but I knew that wasn't fun. I felt like I was trapped, like I was stuck. And I would come out every once in a while and talk to the other people that worked in the bakery. And I remember one day the manager of that bakery said, you get your butt out of that bakery, out of that dish room one more time, you're going to be fired. And I was like, oh man, this is like a prison sentence. You know, good thing is, positive side the good thing is is that next day he got fired for something he was doing wrong and so a new manager came in and immediately I made friends with that guy I made friends with him because I realized real quick you know I need this guy to be on my side or I'm gonna be stuck in this dish room isolated from everybody else uh, washing dishes all day this is not how I want to spend my life and so I made friends with the new manager and uh, when he asked what I did, I said, well, I wash dishes, but sometimes I also make cupcakes and sometimes I also, and I gave him a list of other things that I did from time to time. Um, and I got my way out of that dish room pretty quick um, by friendliness because I didn't want to be stuck in that, in that dish room. And so sevens, you know, might treat authority like that as a uh, you know befriend them in order to get them to not restrict our freedoms and limit us um one last thing here she says the positive aspects of slowing down and being present with your experiences no matter what you're experiencing um yeah so sevens can move so fast and so rapidly from one thing to the next that they might miss the value of slowing down and really being there really being in that moment um you know being at that game with your kids or or being at that that movie or being at that amusement park or whatever it is uh, being with that family gathering and just relating to people and not oh i gotta run into town and check out that new item that i've had my eye on i've got to run across town and check out that new I got to go on the computer and look up this interesting thing and or watch these videos on all this stuff I'm into now. Just letting those impulses pass in the moment and returning back to that moment and saying, no, here I am. I'm here right now and I'm available to the people that I'm with right now and I'm going to give it my attention and I'm going to uh, bring joy. I'm going to choose to have joy in this moment and bring that joy to others. All right. Thank you guys. And uh, I appreciate you. I'll see you next time.